0: Hello and welcome to the Passion On Purpose Leaders on Center Stage Podcast. I am Steph and I'm the owner and creative director of VIM. VIM's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. All right, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage Podcast. I'm so excited. We have Nicole Grinnell. She is the founder of Bosun Selection Solutions. Bosun Solutions, can't mess that up. Gotta find that easily on our Google and on our URL and everything. So Bosun Solutions. Um, I'm so excited to have you on, Nicole. Fun fact for listeners, um, we this is our second time trying to record this episode last time we were here together i had a winter storm and we lost power so this so i just have to say thank you again for your graciousness of being flexible um i mean we're all human things happen so i'm just thankful that we're here now so uh thanks again nicole well and this time i'm running five minutes late from carpool
1: so i guess it's just we're we're being graceful to each other so Yes, right. I
0: always say, and I know this is a little, little odd, but I'm always like, you got to give grace to get grace and Lord knows I need it. So (laughs) do not worry at all. All right, well, we're here. And so we're going to start as we always do. And we're going to dive on in. And I just kind of want to ask you, Nicole, not as the founder, not as a CEO, not as any other label that you give yourself, but as you, Nicole, what is your why?
1: um, So I would say I have two very important wise. And if we're talking broadly, like outside of our family and everything, but pertaining to business. One is I have such a passion for small business owners. Um, That's my background. I come from it. I live in it. And then I also have the other side that is this passion for providing opportunities for women. Because I've also been in those shoes. Mm -hmm. So it was really unique when the business came together, being able to really align both of those, not only for my passion, but providing a purpose for each of them. So I feel very lucky to have two really big, important things to me, um, aligning and working in a business that I'm really proud of.
0: I love that. So are you like the total what I call geeky nerd who at like a super young age had all these little side businesses? And I'm I'm going down to like lemonade stands and babysitting <laughs> gigs. Like, was that you? No, I'd love to think that I was that smart. Mine was more forced manual labor by
1: parents <laughs> who had a business. And at the time you're like very over it. It's not cool. This is exhausting. And then, of course, later in years, you're like, oh, I actually learned a lot from that. And it, it taught me a lot about really just kind of the figure it out mentality, which truly I believe is like the key to my success. Honestly, it's like there's not, um, you know, whether it's as a business owner or as a, when I was serving as an executive assistant, when you're in that business owners, you know, space, there's yeah. nothing that comes across your desk that you don't have to figure out or solve or address Um, and so I've always kind of found myself in those types of roles, um, which has just suited me well into what we do now. So no, I was not the serial entrepreneur. I do not claim to have like a million ideas in my head. It was really more, again, those two passions and an opportunity and seeing that those really aligned well for each other.
0: Well, and I think, too from what you just said it sounds like like the two words that just boom 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 ding in my head when it comes to your upbringing and what your parents forced you if you're not watching <laughs> this if you if you're listening i'm doing air quotes guys yeah. forced you into this uh labor this work early on i was getting like resourcefulness and resilient like mm-hmm. those words were dinging dinging for me does that resonate with you does that feel like oh, something yeah, that you... yeah.
1: yeah tell me i mean tell i had me, like, like more about no business my parents owned a medical laboratory so very similar to like a lab core type of thing Um, and so you know from a very young age i'm like running the front desk at like 13 years old right so there's a lot of just like ultimately you know you're there to serve the customer and so i need to do everything within my power to find that solution to serve them uh, because this was our livelihood and so i think when you grow up in that And you truly see the cash in the drawer and, you know, we're not doing something or we're not going out to eat until checks come in the mail. You just learn like, oh, this is not just something we flippantly serve people in a way like this is our livelihood. Like we need to be showing up. And um, in fact, I was just telling an example today of. Um, an industry that um, was a pie industry. Okay. And it was in November and this was a few years ago. And I showed up about two weeks before Thanksgiving to order pies. And they said, no, sorry, we're not taking any orders anymore. And in my mind, you know, I grew up in the home where anyone even glanced in our window. We were like, come on in, we'll take you, we'll take you. You know? (laughs) So I'm like, no, this is like your season. It's Thanksgiving. Like you work overtime. This is when you show up for your customers. Right? So, it's a lot of that resiliency, um, you know, like determination, you strike when the iron's hot. Um, all of that was definitely bred within me. And I remember being in the back, like thinking I'm done for the day, and my dad's saying, Hey, somebody's coming in, get up and go up front. And it's like, Oh, I thought we were closed. It's eight o'clock. <laughs> You're like, but no, we just no, keep going. Yeah. Somebody needs a test. So get up. We're just time to work. So
0: yeah. So I kind of love this because this like resilience, um, resourcefulness, this dare I say hustle? Cause I know it's got such a negative connotation in our entrepreneurial space, especially in the women entrepreneurial space, but this hustle mentality that you got was instilled in you very early on. But now I I know enough about what you're doing now that there must have been some of this um, swing that had happened where you're like, this can't be the way that that entrepreneurs do this. Mm -hmm. So tell me like, maybe i'm wrong but i feel like that's got to be some truth in what you do with bosun. so tell me how and when that's is it pen pendulum swing is, yeah. that, is that the word i want to say yeah. when did that occur for you and how is that kind of bled through what you're doing today with bosun?
1: yeah so you know really i transitioned from you know, working at my parents, obviously into like an executive assistant role. And so I found myself even then supporting high level executives or even business owners in kind of that catch all capacity, right? Like everything from run the front desk to like review my PL. right? So I was always kind of in that space. And for my parents, which this was, you know, early 90s, any type of fractional or certainly remote option was not out there right so we were the labor because they couldn't afford payroll they they weren't in a place to bring on a full-time person so i kind of knew there was this dance that i think business owners still dance where it's like all right i'm almost there i need some help i don't have full time do i want to bring in an employee and it was just this constant you know swing to yourself like when do i pull the trigger there But ultimately, they're losing, they're missing opportunities, right? And they're losing business because they can't keep up with everything. Mm -hmm. So where the model kind of came in was saying, okay, well, what if we just took an essentially a shared resource or a fractional team member that could still look and feel like your team member, operate as a team member, but you're only paying for those hours that you really need. So maybe you're only to a stage where, hey, social media is just becoming a problem for me. I would love if someone could just manage that. Well, that's not a full-time head, right? Especially for a small business owner, but they could afford five hours a week of someone Mm -hmm. to do their postings and do their engagement and keep things current. That just hasn't been out there, Mm -hmm. Um, especially in a way for it to look and feel like a team member. So we have, you know, like we always say, there's great things like Upwork and things like that that are great project-based, but to have someone look and feel like a part of my team, but I'm also only paying for what my business needs right now, that just really hadn't been um, in the marketplace and so that's really kind of the niche that we went after so
0: for listeners who don't know explain two-part question explain what fractional means today and for bosun and then when was that like when did that come into your sphere and you you know you had mentioned that after your work with your parents you had taken some executive catch-all roles kind of when did that i want to touch on this because i want the listeners to feel this moment, this moment of time that you were in to see that there had to be another way. Like I want them to resonate with that moment that you had in themselves so they can see that there is a, there is a door, a a light at the end of the tunnel.
1: So for me, and this kind of goes to my other passion of like the women and providing opportunities. When I had my kids, I decided to stay home and I was constantly having individuals i knew that either ran businesses or had would say like hey could you type up those reports for me at one at one point and this was early 2000s could you if i give you a cell phone could you answer it every time it rang and that be essentially my receptionist i would take the kids on walks have that phone with me write down appointments so i was always getting these people asking me for random things to do that i was in a place to go yeah like 100 bucks that sounds great i'll take care of that kind of thing so I knew there was kind of this need. And when I exited being an executive assistant, because um, the individual I was supporting retired, I thought, well, I'll be a virtual assistant. That was kind of the buzzword. This is a world I know. And within literally two weeks, I had like 80 hours worth of work. So wow. I apologize. So I realized, okay, this is a need. There's a lot of business owners and a lot of entrepreneurs that would love to offload some tasks, Right. I don't need a full-time person, but I would love if you could just watch my inbox because I'm in sales and I come home to a whole other job, right? So that's really where the idea flipped. And so I stepped out of it, was not a virtual assistant. And initially it was me calling all my friends like, hey, I used to be a program manager at Salesforce. I need you to come do this. Hey, you were an awesome EA. Can you come work for this guy? Um, and then now, you know, this is our sixth year, it's obviously snowballed, but that's really where kind of like, we just saw the need and a way to connect those two passions. And that's kind of how it was
0: born. I love that. And then just because I asked and I want to make sure listeners have a good sense, like if fractional isn't a word that is in my listeners mm-hmm. vocabulary, how, how do you and Bosun describe that word or Define that word. Uh, so the biggest way like I try to make it in just complete layman's terms is
1: it's co-working spaces for team members. So you're a shared resource. And so you're getting essentially a discount on that because you're willing to share that resource with another business owner. So Sally may come in and have 20 hours of availability, and Bobby needs 10, and Jim needs 10, and now they share that. And Sally's needs are met, and Bob and Jim's needs are met, and it's just a shared resource. So it's a great way to be able to not have to take on that accountability of a full-time employee while still getting some of that work off your plate.
0: I love that. Yeah. So you you started, we started this journey with your why of supporting small businesses and women. And so how have you bled those, those, those whys into bosun? Like how how would somebody feel those whys when they are either working with you or if they're a team member with you or if they're just landing on your social media
1: yeah so um one of the big things that was important to me when we started was i wanted both sides of the house so to speak meaning our clients and our contractors to feel very supported um there were a lot of businesses that were kind of like hey warm body and warm body here you go have a great life right and I really didn't want that. I know that working at home can be isolating. So on the contractor side, we really work hard to have a team environment, um, a community page. Um, right now we're doing 12 days of Christmas. So we really wanna have you know, a co-working experience, right? A lot of our contractors have even met up in real life um, and they have begun to have friendships and families that get to meet together. So that was really important to me because we didn't want them to feel like, okay, you matched me with someone and now you're gone, right? Like we wanted to be there to support. Um, and additionally, they have a relationship manager that they can go to for tech questions or just venting or therapist or whatever they need, right? And on the client side too, I mean, being a business owner can be really isolating and a lot of people haven't even managed before. And that's a whole other ball game, right? So that relationship manager is there to serve them as well. So talk to me about what's going on with your business. It's kind of business coach, life coach, therapist, all in one while also understanding like, okay, great. Sally's doing so wonderful. I know we talked about bookkeeping. Maybe that's the next step. Let's talk about
0: that. (laughs) Excuse me. So really support was the biggest deal. Yeah. I love that. And so, okay. I just want to make sure like for listeners, we have a pretty clear picture on who and what can be a fractional, a fractional team member. And what I love is this term that was such a buzz term you know probably i don't even want to date myself but at minimum 10 years ago the word va was like everyone assumed a va was very is somebody who handled your emails right that's the like super broad layman's term and in reality va means a virtual so someone who virtually can assist you in any type of task right so a va could be doing administrative work as traditionally kind of done or a VA could even be supporting you with your CFO needs, right? i virtually assisting you with your chief financial officer type things. So for Bosun, I'm just kind of curious, what is the gamut of uh, virtual assistant services or types of services that you guys specialize in and are most frequently called upon for you?
1: I'm gonna take one sip of water really quick. I'm not sure why I have Let's do it together. We'll have an awkward silence. I was like, ooh, I'm going to need some water. Um, so it, we actually changed about two years in from kind of virtual assistant um, branding because much to what you were saying, right? Like people were coming in and thinking either this is like some kind of AI or all they do is inbox and calendaring. And so we were like, well, no, actually like they do everything. So let's break that down. So we changed our branding to remote expert. Nice. Which is really kind of saying, like, um, let's figure out what it is that you're looking to delegate. And that's what your remote expert's going to do. And we're going to find that person based on that skill set. So sometimes it could be sales support, operational support, a lot of like CRM setup and management. Um, I would say honestly, kind of the inbox and in calendar is like the lowest on our list. Most people are coming for like a higher level of support. Um yes. So that's really why we changed that to say like, Hey, this is actually beyond what you might think of as just an assistant. Um, in fact, we recently had a client where he had never had an assistant and we kind of had to go into the call. Like we need you to understand like the value of what this is. Cause it's not, what's in your
0: mind where they're ordering sandwiches and checking mm-hmm. your inbox. Yeah. I love it. So, so real broad spectrum. It sounds like it really sounds there like is. I love, I, I love that because it. go ahead. Okay. Go ahead.
1: It's just really kind of all the operational, everything that's behind the scenes of support. And that's Mm -hmm. what's so great. Like a lot of times we get asked, you know, um, what industry do you specifically go after? We really have the gamut. I mean, everything from like a Manhattan-based attorney to a fencing company, because business behind the scenes is all the same, right? Right. From the start of that signed contract, all the way to the end of
0: the onboarding, that's what we can support very nice i love that. so then what so we so small business women really resonated with you as a human as your why now is that part of your ideal target audience are you serving mostly small businesses or are you medium large and is bosun a dedicated women industry or tell me more about that i know we actually have
1: our first man as a contractor Ever in six years. Wow. Um, Come on as a bookkeeper. So we are like to say, like, okay, there's a lot of estrogen around here, Chase. But he's been doing awesome. Uh, but no, we are woman-owned and our team internally is women. It's really been more out of just kind of the opportunity and the way that we're working. We're all remote. Um, and actually everyone is like coast to coast. So it's been kind of an awesome thing to expand our network as well. Um, but yeah, it's we're not doing just small business. Um, so we've even branched out. the last two years into the direct hire and recruiting help so some of the medium to large size businesses were now helping with their recruiting finding those full-time roles for them and that really came about from realizing we're already kind of using these recruiting tools and who we're bringing on as these remote experts um why would we not you know change that and add a service for those that are even to the point of wanting a direct hire um and a lot of our clients even go on to say hey you know we started at 20. i'm ready for 40. can we go ahead and transition and buy her out so we have a lot of options as your business grows to support that yes
0: so okay i i think this has been really powerful and a lot of value i think we've actually probably a lot of listeners are learning a lot about this fractional world so in in kind of a two-part question i want summarize. And you, if you can at the most like kind of concise way, who of my listeners are a great fit just so that if the, if the, if it hits them, they're like, Oh wait, that's me. And what would be a really great kind of segue into starting with you? So the
1: first thing I tell all business owners to start with, cause I'm, I'm shocked, honestly, as soon as we started, um, is like, know your numbers. And a lot of people don't know their numbers so bookkeeping is like my number one thing to delegate because the reality is it's the first thing we push aside right like okay i know cash is coming in i don't need to worry about it but like i have no idea where i'm spending i don't have a budget um i don't know which clients are profitable or not um, and it's a very very low entry so our basic bookkeeping package which most business owners are going to fall in is 300 bucks a month so to be able to like know your numbers and have a monthly report and understand exactly where your business stands that's going to help you make those staffing decisions so that's kind of number one for me um is a whole i think anytime you are finding yourself going out of a space that keeps you revenue generating so that could be many things for you it could be you know you're finding every time you host a podcast that you're coming out with a client or someone shows up every week at this networking event whatever is taking you away from a place that you're revenue generating or you're getting opportunities, those are the things that need to start getting delegated, right? Because now your time is worth a very small amount, right? So that's the first thing. So if you're finding you look up and you're like, I haven't done anything revenue generating for two weeks because I've been in all this administration or sending out emails or whatever the case may be, start making a list of those. And that's essentially kind of building out some job descriptions of what you might be able to delegate.
0: Awesome. And you had mentioned uh, before we hit record, you had kind of given me a special offer that we can extend to the listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So we have, when you come on board with us, we just have a one time onboarding fee, which is really just
1: planning for um, and paying for your recruiting and getting you matched with that specific expert, as well as your discovery call and um, matching you with your relationship manager. So we are going to offer all your listeners 50% off of that. Um, And it's a one time only fee, and then we can get you
0: started. Nice, I love that. And I, I did the quick math, or to be honest, I asked Siri if to do the quick math. But it's yeah. over; it's a over four hundred dollars savings. So that's a really, especially since you'd already mentioned some of the most powerful things that you can do for your business will cost you potentially starting three hundred dollars a month. I mean, that is a huge gift for you to be able to to extend to the listeners. So thank you for that. Well, absolutely. So I, I have a final question, and as listeners know and my guests have learned. um, I do a lot of things on the fly. So I have a question here that I've not yet asked before, but it's been on my heart to ask my guests. So much about business is about the brands that we create uh, Mm. subconsciously and consciously. And so my question to you is, what do you feel the Bo Sun Solutions reputation sits at today?
1: Mm. I would say it's really based in service. Um, I have a very servant heart hearted oriented team. Um, in fact, sometimes we'll laugh. Like, I mean, we've all have disgruntled clients, right. Or things that go bad. For sure. For and sure. We pretty much every time if there's any situation, we all will come together as a team and like, okay, what could we have done better? What could we have learned from this? But hands down, if there's anyone that's like, you guys just are not responsive or gives good service. We're all like, that we are not <laughs> like yeah. we all show up for our clients and you can take it to the bank. So I think we are very service oriented. We love to serve. I think women in nature yes. love to serve. Um, and so I would say if anyone was going to say anything, it would be, you know, Hey, I, I have a question. I need something. They're
0: there for me. Um, yeah. And that's really, that's how we want to be known. For sure. I love that service oriented is, and it's lacking. Um, I will say right in my own biased creative world, um, the idea of good customer service is second to the creativity. It shouldn't be that way, but it's just kind of known. It's, it's a faux pas of our industry. And then I believe I truly feel like this virtual world is also kind of getting that reputation too so to have that be what makes you guys and boson stand out that is beautiful
1: yeah when we first started i said you know i want if a client has to leave us for any reason i want them to genuinely be sad and kind of dreading that conversation because of the relationship they've built with their team member their relationship manager and our team internally right i i don't want it to be like oh yeah turn off that service right so that's really how we want to show up for our clients and our contractors
0: every day. I love that. Yeah. To me, when I think about a brand's reputation, that's service oriented and this fictitious scenario of someone having to leave us to me, it's like the best behind our back gossip to be like, you know, I had to leave them, but they were always so supportive and awesome. Like that's what you want to cultivate.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, like I'm a big believer. You never know what's coming around the bend or where life's going to take them. So in that, in a wonderful space and serve people even on their way out.
0: Yes. I love it. Well, I want to make sure that listeners a can take advantage of that gracious offer, the 50% off the onboarding. Remember guys, basically with that gift, you could get your first month of really powerful get some stuff off your plate, free you up for those important tasks right off the bat. Nicole is generating money for you. I know that sounds like a weird way to look at it, but literally with this 50% off, you she's generated your first month's cost. So, so really take advantage of it. In the show notes, we're going to make sure that we have bosunsolutions.com You got it. Okay. I want to make sure we got weird, weird uh extensions occasionally. Bowsunsolutions.com. We'll have it in the show notes. We'll remind you just mention this podcast so you can get that 50% off. And um, I just once again, Nicole, thank you so much for coming with me again. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited and happy to be here. Yes. All right, guys, until next time. Steph here, thank you so much for listening to the Passion On Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you. And we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show. So you don't miss any future episodes for more episodes, guest information or details on the show please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's get dot com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I am the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.